Welcome to the Confidently Balance Your Hormones podcast. My name is Dee Davidson, and I'm a hormone health expert, master mindset coach, and multiple wellness business entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you experience hormone balance, confidence, self-love, and live a life full of joy. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Confidently Balance Your Hormones. This is your guide, Dee Davidson, and today my special guest is a near and dear friend who represents my very favorite product line, Pure Haven. Her name is Miranda Inglis, and she's going to tell us a little bit about her journey into non-toxic personal care and what led her to leading this amazing company. So welcome, Miranda. Hi, Dee. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I'm so excited to have this chat with you. I know that you and I go back, oh gosh, at least seven, eight years. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, we're going on eight, nine years now. It's crazy. Wow. Hard to believe our boys were little at that time. I know. It's been amazing to watch you evolve and really turn this personal story into um, your passion and purpose. So I'm excited to get that out to the world. So tell us a little bit about who you are and a little bit about this company, Pure Haven. Well, who I am is interesting. I always say that there are many versions of Miranda, right? As as everybody there are, right? Sure. As you go through your life, you look back at the different versions. And um, I am, I'm a, I'm a daughter. I'm a, I'm a wife. I'm a CEO. I'm an engineer. I'm a leader. I'm all of those things. Um, but most what I'm proud of is that I'm a mother and it's, it was the journey to become a mother that really led me on this this path that I'm on with Pure Haven because I have something called polycystic ovarian syndrome. I was diagnosed at 19. At the time, it meant that I could gain like 50 pounds really quick and, um, you know, acne and all of that. It didn't mean what it ended up meaning for me, which was an infertility struggle of tracking that time in years versus months to have our children. Um, But it was that journey to become a mom that really set me on a passion of a more holistic living at that time. Because what I was doing, I had gone to a lot of doctors, I'd gone to a lot of practitioners, and everybody talked to me especially if I got into the holistic space, which I did, would talk to me about what I was eating and how I was moving my body, which is great. But not one of them talked to me about what I was putting on my skin. And I legitimately did not know until I had my first son, his name's Nash, and he's 12 now, almost 13, which crazy. How crazy. Yes. Um, And I had him and I thought that I was doing all the right things. And then he was allergic to everything. And it was, I just wanted him to sleep. And I, at that point, take him to a doctor. I'm like, what is going on with this kiddo? And it turned out that he was allergic. He was triggering on pretty much everything. Now, allergies versus triggering, you know, I know you do a lot of testing with people. That was my first foray into actual testing. And his list of things, 
was as long as my arm. And it was the first time I actually turned over the baby shampoo, the organic baby shampoo that I had bought for him or anything like that. And I was like, what on earth, right? What is happening here? And I got angry. And when I get angry, I, <laughs> I look for different options. <laughs> At that point, I started, um, I think it was Jim, my husband, Jim. Um, I think he started getting concerned when like large uh, totes of glycerin and um, <laughs> different things started showing up at our house because I was making our own stuff. Because I'm like, I can't trust anything. Like nothing's, you know, what's yeah. in this stuff um, that we, that we, that is what started. You know, that's, that's probably Miranda 12 versions ago, right? Mm-hmm. New mom, mm-hmm. um, something I've been, working for my whole, you know, for so long. And finally it was here and you wanted to do it right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was, and then I think that there was a lot less information out there. I mean, the information was there if you dug for it about what was in products, but not as many mainstream companies had caught on to a lot of the buzzwords that were out there to say, that, that people were actually looking for it. Yes. And I know that your story is similar to mine, which some of the listeners have heard my infertility story, the unexplained infertility. And mm-hmm. like you, uh, you know, I was using products thinking I was doing better and was aware that, you know, I needed to check my personal care products because I had joined all types of support groups and done research and was just so frustrated with the fact that I was put in this category called unexplained infertility. Mm -hmm. And then what I love is that you and I have that similar story and then finding pure Haven to me, we'll talk about the peace of mind, but was just made my life so much easier where I definitely wasn't making my own products because that's not me. I was making my own baby food, but not products. I didn't go that far, but I was shopping at Whole Foods thinking like Whole Foods was the end all be all, which I tell people even with food, not everything at Whole Foods is actually healthy, right? And non-toxic. So Pure Mm -hmm. Haven to me was just like, oh, wow, I don't have to do all this research. Everything is a one-stop shop for me. I'm not compromising the results. You know, my hair is not dry. Like, Hey, my clothes is clean. Um, and, and that was just awesome for me. But you know, when I found the company, which was, oh gosh, over 10 years ago, I was really mad myself because I thought I'm spending all this money at Whole Foods or looking at the front of the bottle, which again, I know we'll talk about greenwashing, greenwashing. Um, but yet had no idea. And it's so important that we pay attention to what we put on our body because our skin is a carrier, not a barrier. And all this time, I don't know why I was thinking of my body as a shell, um, but certainly the stuff's going right into our bloodstream when we talk about patches, you know, the the nicoderm patch, the birth control right. patch, the insulin uh, patches that are out. It really made the light bulb go on for me. So um, I well, know that and, your story is similar. And- and faster. I mean, I, I never would have, I consider myself a, an educated woman. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I never would have thought that once it gets into your skin, it it goes faster into your bloodstream Mm -hmm. or faster, you know, to that blood brain barrier, but it does because, you know, that whole, there's a reason why 80% of your immune systems in your gut, right? Because that is supposed to 
catch everything. It's your, it's your filter. It is your defense system. And that's why a lot of times people, that's what is triggering with people. They'll have a lot of gut issues. They'll have a lot of that issue because that's your body screaming out to you, telling you something is wrong. But when you bypass all of that, and a lot of these products are designed to absorb into your skin and quicker, you are, you're, you're bypassing your body's entire warning system. Yes. Which is is why people are like, well, if, if it's so bad, wouldn't, wouldn't I know? And in fact, no, it's actually the area of your body where you wouldn't know. Right. Which was wild to me that that was never taught to us. That was never, and really wasn't even said to me through my infertility journey Mm -hmm. to say that, what I was putting on my skin could have a higher impact on my, even a higher impact. I mean, as, as impactful as what I was eating. Yes. And that I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know. Right. Right. It was just, it was crazy to me. And, and I think that that was the thing that really led me to, you know, once Nash taught me all of a lot of these things. And I, and, and by the time of Nash, I hadn't found Pure Haven yet, right? Mm-hmm. I hadn't found this company. Mm-hmm. What led me to do that is I, I changed even more things after Nash, we figured out what was triggering him. And I got pregnant right away. Yes. Again, my boys are only 21 months apart. You know, at this point, I mean, I, I like to tell this, like, when I was, I weighed less at the end of my pregnancy for Cade than I did at the beginning of my pregnancy for Nash. Like he taught me so much about what I needed to do for myself. Yeah. And it was at that point after I'd had Cade and I'm trying to make all the food, make all the products, do all of the things that I'm like, and walking around looking like a drowned rat because of the shampoo that I was buying, <laughs> like wasn't working. That was when I'm like, no, something's got to give. I need to be able to find something that will actually work and, and be, and that I don't have to make that's going to yeah. give me peace of mind. Yeah. Um, and that's how, <clears throat> that's how I ended up here as a consultant, I mean, you know, much like you were D I mean, um, and sharing these products with people and, and, um, helping them, you know, make this realization. Yes. Something was going on, helping women, like going from living room to living room, talking to people about this and then just seeing those eyes open up um, and was able to find a way to step away from a corporate career that I really didn't want to do anymore. Yeah. No one talks about these personal care products, even when it comes to, um, you know, the whole weight loss journey. Right. And endocrine disruptors are they're preventing you from losing weight. They're preventing you from being able to conceive. Your hormones are a really important thing in a lot of functions. Your focus, right? How about the countless right. stories we've seen with people who have brain fog, focus issues? It's a stressor. And that's that's what I do is look at how do we reduce and eliminate as many stressors from your body as possible? Harmful ingredients are a stressor on your body. So if you think it's not a big deal, it's a huge huge deal. Well, and there's also a lot out there about estrogen dominance, you know, mm -hmm. estrogen dominance and estrogen, estrogen bonds to water and fat. So estrogen, if you are producing more estrogen, you're, you're naturally going to weigh more because it, 
it keeps it keeps fat and water on your body. And a lot of these products, when we talk about endocrine disruption in products, they are estrogen mimickers. Yes. That is the that is the hormone that they are mimicking. So you, if you have that estrogen dominance is happening, then you're adding more ingredients that are estrogen mimickers. Your body's going to continue to ramp up that estrogen and think that it that something is off. Yes. Right? So that's a, that's a great point. And that is when I do lab testing with people and I do see that estrogen dominance, which can result in things like PMDD, uh, irritability, mood swings, all of these things. That's one of the things that I, I review with people is what, what are you using every day for your shampoo, your deodorant, are you using plastics? Uh, all of those things do come into play. And people look at me like, what are you talking about? Because their OB never talked to them about that. No one's ever addressed it. And it's so important. And unfortunately, I, I love the. I, I don't want this to seem as if a, a bash against the medical community. However, these doctors are not taught that either. Correct. You know, it's, this is not something that they're being taught about how that impact can occur. And so they're not asking the question because they don't even know themselves. That's right. That's right. And I, you know, again, I love a collaborative approach and we're not, again, bashing the medical uh, profession. And I love too that some of my clients do come back and say, hey, my doctor said they know specifically about these things or they know a lot about a little bit of things. Right. So uh, again, it's a collaborative approach. Right. Right. So let's let's get back to talk about talking about greenwashing. So you and I, when we first started this journey, again, I was at Whole Foods, the end all be all, or I, you know, I won't call out names of products, but a lot of times we're caught by that front of the bottle that says organic, free and clear, all mm -hmm. natural. So let's talk about a little bit um, in regard to greenwashing. What is greenwashing, Miranda? Well, greenwashing is when a company uses marketing on the front of the bottle um, or uses terms that are are talking, like you were saying, safer. They can even put, you know, that it's all natural and organic on the front of the label. Um, talk about, they may even talk about some of the statistics that that we were just talking about, about, you know, endocrine disruption and all of that. They'll maybe say paraben free or they'll say, you know, doesn't have SLS, they'll, they'll call out certain ingredients um, or they'll put a green flower of green leaf on the front um, of, of their packaging. But really, when you look at the, from an ingredient perspective, the ingredients that are in there are actually linked to some of these autoimmune or or um, issues, whether that be their known carcinogens, their known endocrine disruptors, um, neurotoxins. Um, they actually have these ingredients in there, but they're making marketing claims because they know that people are starting to wake up to this. This is something that has changed over the you know the twelve years or that I've been looking into this. Is that there is so much more greenwashing now than there was 10, 12 years ago. You know, sometimes Agreed. I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was the Mecca of time when it was like right. the, the big, the big guys or the big, big guys and gals, maybe, but mostly big guys. Um, those big companies were, had not caught on to the fact that people would care about this. Mm -hmm. And 
So they weren't making those type of claims. Mm -hmm. But now you've got companies, some large companies, which a lot of times people don't realize, like the majority of you, the brands that you are buying are made by the same six or seven companies, mm-hmm. you know, Colgate, Unilever, um, P&G, Johnson & Johnson, you know, those, those Clorox. Like, they just those, keep buying out all the little guys. They keep buying out all the little guys. And, and that's what's happened over the years. They, they scoop up these brands. They'll keep the front marketing, but they change the ingredients. Mm-hmm. And they assume that people aren't going to look or they aren't going to notice. And, and, unfortunately, a lot of times they're right. Yeah. Like, most people aren't looking. It's too overwhelming. And and I don't blame them because honestly, there are so many other things that you could worry about, right? Yes. Why should you have to worry about this? Why should you have to worry about what's on the store shelf and whether it's safe or not? Um, but unfortunately, that is a reality. And if you don't find a brand that you can actually trust, you don't know what's in it. I mean, there. I will call out a brand that, that used to be good. This started out with a pure of intent. Burt's Bees is a really good example of this. It started out small, family-owned. You know, they were really paying attention to ingredients. Um, and then they were bought out. Um, and all of the formulations changed. And then all of a sudden, I remember I would talk to people about, yeah, all of a sudden my lips started stinging when I put on Ugh. their lip balm. And you're like, yeah, because they, the, they changed the formula, yeah. right? <clears throat> yeah. So greenwashing is when a company puts out deceptive marketing that makes it indicated as if it is a safer product, or they'll even say to themselves, like, I haven't found another company out there, actually, D, that is saying that they're non-tox, that they're that they're truly non-tox. The, a lot of them are saying we're safer, we're cleaner, mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, there there is not another company out there that is going to the lengths that we are to make sure that your right. products are actually safe. You know, because once you're a larger brand, you you know, you're also making the stuff that's toxic and you know it. Right. Right. So at that point, you're like, well, it is just a marketing claim because if you truly cared about those things, why on earth are you making these other things? And selling them with known toxins in them, like sure, just, that makes sense. Sure. So, <clears throat> and uh, and you know, some people might be wondering what you and I were wondering uh, a while back is, uh, you know, isn't anyone checking this stuff? <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> funny. Isn't anyone checking? Um, <clears throat> the fact is, no, they aren't. This is a this is a self regulated industry, which is has been that that way um since 19 you know 1938 the cosmetics act of 1938 came out and it really was in reaction to the fda becoming an established thing right and what they were saying is hey if it's not if, if you don't eat it um if you don't put it in your body the fda is not going to regulate that So if you put something on your skin or you're using it as a cleaning product, like that's outside of the realm of what the Food and Drug Administration is going to do. And they created this blanket legislation that says that everything outside of that is is not is not um, governed by the FDA unless it has a certain level of, you know, some certain active ingredients. And really, 
<clears throat> it was, it, if you look at the chemical industry in this country, um, as of this, you know, 2023, it's a $3.7 trillion industry. Whoa. There is so much money that is tied up in that chemical industry that they have so much power. And every piece of legislation that has come up that is, has worked to, to regulate this industry has been essentially squelched. You know, even the MOCRA Act that went through, that they're still trying to get through um, by the end of this year, which was said, hey, this is a landmark thing. This is great that this is happening. Nobody looked up and said, hey, for the last 76 years, you've done nothing. <laughs> and, and now the only thing that you're doing is is you you picked one word, which said fragrance. That's the only ingredient that they called out and said that you have to disclose if there's an allergen in there. They didn't say disclose that there's a toxin. They didn't, they were, that was intentional. And they also didn't say, you know, how are, they're going to have people register, mm -hmm. but you they're not regulating whether it's safe or not. They're not saying whether you have to do safety testing. They're not saying that you have to prove in any way that your product is safe. They're just saying, look, we're doing something now when we did nothing. Mm -hmm. for so many years. And, you know, I think that that's one of the main reasons why toxins are in there. There's, you know, they're, they are self-governed. This is a self-governed industry and it mm -hmm. continues to be. Um, the second reason that this issue continues to happen is that we're a byproduct industry, which means there are other industries that sell their byproducts to the personal care cleaning and cosmetics industry. Okay. And that is oil and gas, that's agriculture, um, the plastics, like those people, th those industries need an outlet for their byproduct. Otherwise they'd have to throw it away as hazardous waste and they'd be charged to do that. But they sell it to this industry for pennies on the dollar. Mm -hmm. And it is a cheap ingredient and it'll people want something a certain thing they want it to coat their hair right they want a certain thing to happen to their skin and those cheap those cheaper ingredients that, that the other industries decided to flood this industry with are in there and people don't realize it mm -hmm. and i think that the third reason which is unfortunate why this has been allowed to perpetuate as long as it has is because the main market of these products is women yeah. And the assumption was women don't care or Ugh. maybe women aren't bright enough to turn over their Ugh. labels and which I hate saying in 2023, but my goodness, if the last five to 10 years hasn't taught us anything about how an entire society has been built upon that being an assumption, right? I think that we really need to wake up and lean in to realize like who buys the products. I mean, even if you're a man listening to this, you realize that, you know, you're probably not buying near the number of products that a woman would be in the household. And if there is a woman in the household, that is the person who is buying these products. That is the person that the majority of these companies are marketing to. And that's the unfortunate third reason why I think this has continued to, you know, it's just a not, not caring. Uh, or yeah, assuming and, that women don't care. And, you know, the scary thing to me is, and that I share all the time, is that using harmful ingredients in your products typically um, isn't going to give you an anaphylactic 
response, right? So it's, it's again, like food sensitivity testing that your immune system is responding. You are having inflammation. You may be causing oxidative stress and all of these things in, in the silent background. And it's when it hits you like a ton of bricks that you might, like with the infertility, look back and go, oh, like the light bulb goes on. So that's even scarier than, you know, having something give you that anaphylactic reaction. Right. Don't you agree? I agree. And I'm, and honestly, if you ate something that you weren't supposed to, you throw up, you right. know, I mean, like if you, that's why a lot of, I mean, if, if something says that you shouldn't ingest it, you should wonder about whether you should put it on your skin, honestly, right? right. Because one's going to show you that it was wrong. You shouldn't yes. have done that. The other isn't. And like we talked about before, you yeah. know, it, it's just, which is why we do, you know, which is why we go to the lengths that we do as a company, which I'm proud of, you know, to give people peace of mind. And I know that that's a, that's a statement that's, that's, you know, Hey, how do you bake that? How do you back that up? Yeah. Right? So when tell I, us how, how is Pure Haven providing peace of mind? So I, what people, I want people to understand that truly makes us different. There are 10 things that we do that, um, I cannot find any other brand that does all 10. You may be able to find some that do one or two, but nobody that's doing all 10. The first is we have the strictest ingredient to avoid list. Um, we avoid almost every major category. You can go to our website and see the categories that we avoid, um, including silicones, including uh, phenoxyethanol and sodium benzoate that we aren't listed, but we don't use. So we have the strictest ingredient to avoid list. Second, we force our suppliers and vendors to sign affidavits and disclose sub-ingredients as to what is actually in the product uh, that we are buying, the raw material that we're buying from them. Third, we formulate our own products, which means that we design the formula. We know what's actually in it. We know the chemistry that comes together. Four, we test for all contamination, PFAS, PFOS, heavy metals. Um, we test what's going to happen with the packaging, that the preservative is going to hold. Um, five, we don't test on animals. Six, we manufacture our own products. And the reason that's important is because we know what the machines are cleaned with. We know what is actually going in as a processing agent, which is also never disclosed on your ingredient label. Um, Seven, we have our own multi-step water treatment facility, which gives us actual pure water. We're testing that water for PFAS and P um, contamination to make sure that that's not getting into your product. Um, eight, we are USDA organic facility. Nine, we quality test every batch of our products. And 10, we manufacture in the USA. And as I said, you may find somebody who is saying one or two of those things, and they're really proud of it. And I'm proud of them too for doing a little bit, but you cannot find anybody that's doing all 10. And we do. And that's how I know that I can say to your listeners and to anybody who asks that we are the only truly non-tox company that has the breadth of products that we have out there. Yes, yes. And more yes <laughs> to that. Every time it's funny because I feel like People will ask me, like, what do you use for shampoo? Okay, how about your skincare? And it's Pure Haven, Pure Haven, Pure Haven. And, um, you know, it, it is. It becomes 
challenging when you know what you know and you I love that you will provide that list of ingredients to avoid on the website and you you know better you do better and you see through the marketing of these other companies I cringe I don't get angry anymore I just you know know better and make choices that are protecting my family um but you know I agree Pure Haven is the safest and purest company out there and I've been at the facility so many times so Thank you for doing all that you do there to keep that going. Absolutely. I do it because, you know, I I see my boys who I struggled so much to have and I I know they're healthy, right? I know that they're not exposed to yes. this. Yes. Um, and and that that buck stops here with me yes. and my choices that I make. Um, and I want other families to be able to do that. And I know not everybody has the time to go yeah. to do, to exactly. re- do all that research. And that's, we don't want you to have to research everything. Um, we do a ton of that for you. Um, exactly. So, so good. That's our goal. So let's leave our listeners with, you know, they're, they're probably thinking like, all right, this is overwhelming. Is there a certain product that I start with? Or how do I start the process of swapping my harmful products to safe products? Where, where do they start? I would say the biggest thing is like, think about the products that you are actually using on a regular basis, right? If it is skincare and you're doing your skincare every day and every night, wonderful, fabulous. That's that's a high exposure for you because you're doing that. And so start there if that's what you're doing. But if not, right? If if you know that you're washing your hair, you, like you're shampooing, you're using deodorant, you're using toothpaste, like laundry detergent, like those things that you are exposing your skin to the most is what you should start with. A lot of people, that's that, those are the things that I've named are our top five sellers, right? The skincare, there's a four piece that's wonderful if that's your jam. We have a super green shampoo and conditioner wonderful results from that. And people use that on a regular basis, right? Your laundry detergent um, is another one that I would have you look at because unless you live in a nudist colony, (laughs) you are surrounded by whatever you're washing your clothes in um, and the sheets, you know, a hundred percent of your breathing that in breathing that in. Um, and then we, and then a multi-service cleaner that we, um, you're, you know, you're cleaning your house with on a regular, if you were looking at the cutting across those categories and making a change, that's going to be a large, large amount of those toxins that you're exposed to. And then of course we have some great, you know, if you want Spanx for your face, there's a hyaluronic acid that's wonderful and fabulous. And it's a really great seller um, just because of the results that it gets. But those that I listed, you know, the skincare has pre and probiotics. It's going to feed the microbiome on your skin. You're going to find that you're going to love the the skin that's glowing back at you. Um, and this, you know, the super greens also has stuff that's feeding your scalp. It's not just non-tox. You're going to love those items. And if you start there, you're, you're going to be happy with a product result and you're going to, you're going to feel good about not having to worry about that. Of course, we have some bundles that people can bundle those things together um, and try them out. But honestly, if none of the things I said you use every day, Start with whatever you use every day. My goodness, I hope you're brushing your teeth. We've got toothpaste, right? <laughs> pretty and, amazing toothpaste. Right. <laughs> it's a pretty amazing toothpaste, right? So 
Um, but that's what I would say. Like, don't get overwhelmed. Don't think you have to do everything all at once. You know, heck, if you're wanting to start and you're looking down, you're like, hey, what's about to run out that you that you that you are using, right? If you are gonna need a sh- new shampoo next, start there, right? Yeah. That's so that's always what I would say too is when you run out of something, let's not be ignorant to the fact that it may have those cancer-causing ingredients or hormone-disrupting ingredients. Let's mm-hmm. take a minute to flip the bottle bottle around and say, hey, how is this serving my health and my longevity? Is there something that I can do better? And I always recommend Pure Haven because it is the best that I have found out there and the cleanest and the safest, all of those good things. So I will drop the link below this episode if you'd like to shop. I know that um, there's a wonderful Instagram page and Facebook page that Pure Haven continuously posts on. And um, I know that also people can join the movement. Should we end with that? Do you want to talk a little bit about how people are out there getting this message out? Absolutely. You know, this, we need more people out there talking about this because there's so much misinformation. What we talked about with greenwashing and what's happening, we need more people sharing this and talking. You know, we have a wonderful consultant um, program that you can you can join, link arms with us and make a commission off of the products that you share. Um, and if you look of an additional two to $500 per month is something that could really help you, um, that's completely doable um, to, to be able to share these products. It's only $35 to join. Um, and it is really probably one of the best things that I ever did. I think Dee would say it was probably one of the best things that yes. she ever did to decide to um, join on and share these products. And if you're looking for something that's not only, you know, I think that sometimes we look about thinking more and more and more, if you're al- wanting to align with a company that actually has a passion and a really great message behind what it does, it's a really wonderful opportunity to also be surrounded by like-minded people who are are leaning upon one another to to help make the world a better place. So I think that's a really great place. You can also follow, um, as well as um, Pure Haven's Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram as the non-talk CEO, not always sharing stuff about um, Pure Haven, but stuff about this issue and how that misinformation is out there and some tips as well. So, And Miranda, Miranda can be really funny too, which I don't, I love about you. So <laughs> there's a lot of humor out there. Right, for sure. I love to have fun. And I love to I, I love to be surrounded by these these awesome like-minded people who are just changing the world. So yes. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much, Dee, for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Confidently Balancing Your Hormones. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and also hit follow at the top of this podcast. If you have a couple of minutes and you can leave a quick review, it will help other women in need find this podcast. You can find me on Instagram at confidently underscore love underscore yourself. I would love to stay connected and hear from you. 